Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked on Flames. I hope you're enjoying your Wednesday, and even more so, I hope that you are ready for some Flames hockey tonight. We are finally seeing a game day here, and I couldn't be more excited, because while I love blabbering on to you guys and, you know, taking a look into our opponents and everything, I would really like to talk about some actual hockey. Um, But before we jump into this, I would just like to extend my thoughts and prayers out to the Nashville area in central Tennessee. It's devastating to see the effects that the tornadoes had and, you know, more and more is coming to light as time goes on and I can't even imagine trying to pick your life up and start over after that kind of uh, just devastation is really the only word to find, really. But if you have the ability to volunteer, please consider volunteering. Uh, I know a lot of people can't just pick up their bags and fly to Nashville because honestly I would do it in a heartbeat if I had the resources but you know just being there for the community in any way you can is huge um make sure that if you are donating you're donating to reputable places and you don't want to be donating and participating in a scam because you know people are awful and do those kinds of things Also, if you are considering donating, I have pulled up a few uh, local resources and things that are accepting donations. I will link them down in the podcast notes as well uh, in case you forget. But here, the uh, Community Resource Center is not accepting clothing, but you can contact them at 615-291-6688. And uh, back in 2011, I flew to Nashville for a charity concert, and the proceeds went to the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee, and they're taking donations again, obviously. Um, So you can go there, go to their website, cfmt.org, to donate. But yes, again, just extending my thoughts and prayers. There's no easy way to move on from that or even try to process what kind of natural disaster that is and just praying for everybody in that community. But yes, let's move on to something a little more light and refreshing and something to take our minds off of the craziness in this world. So Tuesday morning, the Flames held practice, and Kristen Anderson, who is the former host of this podcast, tweeted out updates and everything, so um, I will be reading <laughs> her notes from the, uh, from the practice and things she tweeted out, but uh, Jeff Ward stopped practice during a breakout forecheck drill to sternly warn the team to, quote, be more direct. That is indeed the theme on home ice for 11 of their last 15 games. So I think that's huge, especially with a team like Columbus. I mean, we've talked about it 
<laughs> since our first episode together. I'm not going to say it again. Columbus is a hard team. They play differently. This is what needed to be done. Uh, she then proceeded to tweet that since since they're talking to, the pace of practice has been more upbeat. Manjapani uh, is actually battling, and he was, you know, putting his whole art, whole heart into it and she goes on to say play how you practice right uh riddick was in net and the fans replies and you know everything under that tweet really wasn't positive he hasn't won a game on home ice since december uh you know he so of Four nothing loss to Carolina on December fourteenth. Four three overtime loss on December nineteenth against Montreal. Five two loss on December 29th. Five three loss against Chicago. Eight three loss, and most recently, uh, February fourth, three one loss against San Jose. So I can see why fans are concerned. That is not <laughs> a very good you know, record or anything to hold on to as you, you know, your goalie's about to start at home for the first time in a month. And it's, you know, not set in stone that he is starting. It was just noted that he was practicing. Cam Talbot is always an option. He has, you know, he's had very good consistent games recently. So, goalie controversy make of it what you will and it's you know Talbot has a 919 save percentage and Riddick has a an 89 so you know there's definitely room for improvement (laughs) but you can't just magically expect Riddick to get better at home if he's not playing at home and Columbus could be what he needs to get their confidence back under his belt since they have been struggling. It's not something you can predict. It's not something that is set in stone. And, you know, it's there's no easy fix to this because if there was, goalies, you know, they'd have more success. You know, you look at Frederick Anderson and uh, – Toronto there he would not be having the season he's had if that were the case but my thoughts on you know the practice is good I'm glad that the coach was calling his team out because you you can't you can't be lazy it's important for the flames to look alive and ready to attack Columbus's style is different again we've been over that and Calgary has to be on their game for the full 60 minutes. And that has been an issue. You can't slip up and you, it will cost you two points. And these two points are, you need to grab onto every single one available. It's unacceptable. And if you can't grab two, you grab one. But yes, so <laughs> now that that rant's over, I would just like to take a little like dive into a rabbit hole that we could do a little bit more with as um you know the season comes to a close and free agency opens up in July that's crazy to say because that's really only four months away and before we know it 
it'll be nonsense all over the place. But let's just rewind a little bit before we get jump into free agency. Uh, Montreal's general manager, Mark Bergevin, I'm probably butchering that. I'm so sorry. I'm getting a shake of the head from my boyfriend, who is uh, unfortunately very close to Montreal. And uh, yes, anyways, um, I'm just being ridiculous because he's looking at me funny. But uh, he said that Claude Julien will be back as head coach next season. But if we remember, he said he wouldn't trade Subban or Pacioretty. So if he's fired, do the Flames bring him on if, for whatever reason, they don't bring back Jeff Ward? I think that would be ridiculous. He, he's not. <laughs> he's not for me. I mean, he won the Bruins a Stanley Cup, and that's really, that's it. That's, that's, that's all. I, he's a good coach, but I don't think that he would fit in as the head coach here in Calgary. Could he maybe find a different position within the organization? Sure. But I don't think that we need to jump ahead of ourselves. And what happens if the Flames miss the playoffs? Are there front office changes that have to be made? Are there players that do have to be moved, unfortunately? You know, what is it going to take? Because, you know, they did make the playoffs last season. They were the last Canadian team in the playoffs and uh, didn't last very long. And if I'm being honest, I think between Calgary and Vancouver, they are the closest teams that will bring the cup home to Canada. It is not it is not going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sorry, but it's just not. I'm sorry. I'm really not. But okay. So, come July 1st, we have some free agents. I know. I know. It's free agency when your projected cap space is $16 million. It can be a little, a little tough. But uh, Cam Talbot is a free agent. I... I'm very stuck because I'm really I'm really hard on goalies, but I like I'm a big goalie fan, so it's just kind of like I want to see him succeed and I'd hate to see him get bounced to another organization. So, figure out there uh TJ Brody and the newly acquired Derek Forbert and uh <laughs> Bruins legend Zach Ronaldo is also a free agent. I please uh, nobody from the Calgary front office is probably listening to this, but free yourself, please. Let him go. I, I, I don't know what I don't I don't see the point in him, but that's just me. But some free agents that you could potentially pick up if you can finagle a few deals and you know make make some moves. Honestly, uh, you know, you got Braden Holtby, who I really don't see him sticking with the Caps. I think that it's he's going to be asking for too much money from them, and he will end up leaving. Taylor Hall's on the market again. Alex, I can't even like bring myself to say his last name. Petrangelo. Um, yes, um, you know, he's he'll be a good addition anywhere he goes. And defenseman Tory Krug. 
I think that all of these players right here could provide you what you need. Um, you know, Taylor Hall is going to be more expensive. And I really don't see him living somewhere in Canada. I can't. Uh, Tori Krug is more than likely going to stick in Boston. I think that that is something that has been in the works since last offseason, and they just haven't been able to officially crunch the numbers. But uh, Holtby, I, I think after the Backstrom contract extension was signed, he was he was done. I really didn't see it happening. He's going to want some big coin that the Caps can't provide. And you have to really look at that and say, what can he bring to our organization if, you know, we do pay him seven for, you know, maybe sign him just for a two-year contract and give him seven million a year? I don't know. I don't run a front office. I don't know how people do it. But again, that projected cap space is um, 16 million, and I got that from Cap Friendly. So on Wednesdays, I thought we would kind of just do uh, a segment called Wacky Wednesday. And this is just a random fact about Calgary or anything I can, anything regarding Calgary or anything I can find on the internet for you that day that sparks my attention and grabs my, you know, that I'm willing to share. <laughs> I find it interesting. But today is the first Wacky Wednesday, so we could do it about Calgary. And I thought that it was interesting to note that uh, Calgary's population has increased by nearly 35% since hosting the Olympics in 1988. It, uh, the city crossed the 1 million mark back in 2007, and the estimated population today is 1.5 million. That's pretty cool. Calgary seems like a really beautiful place. I had a, a former co-worker of mine actually just got engaged out there, and the pictures from her trip, is actually, they're just absolutely stunning, and it's definitely on my bucket list. And hopefully next year, the year after, I'm able to get out there to see a game at the Saddle Dome, and it just looks like a lot of fun and a beautiful city. And yes, so today we are wrapping up the show with Wacky Wednesday Fact. And Thursday we will be back to talk about the hockey game and more things going on around the league. Maybe some, who knows, we'll do a little throwback Thursday, get a little fun fact from the past era going in there. And thank you all for listening, for sharing engaging with the show uh please rate subscribe like follow and as i said before we are in the process of getting the lockdown flames twitter back up and donation links or anything like that will be down below in the podcast notes and i will catch you guys tomorrow bye bye <laughs>